Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, we're going to be diving into a rather deeper conversation and some thoughts I've had around some of the ugliness that surrounds us in terms of our body image and how we view ourselves and each other. And this is largely based on an incident that happened um, in my own life and, and to me recently in the last two weeks. And as I was kind of sharing this, what happened with my husband, he was like, sounds like a podcast. So I was like, yep. <laughs> it, I'd already made that decision before I told him about it, but that, you know, I'm still processing it on some level. And I figured I'd just show up and talk about it because it was something that actually really bothered me and, and was upsetting on many levels. And to just give you some context, you know, the, for about two weeks, I was sort of on vacation, but in California at our house down there. And on the way there, we drove from my, my son, my dog, and my best friend and I drove from Oregon down to San Diego and went along the coast and did some cool stuff. And so as we were doing that, we were sharing photos on, on social media. And I'll just put this in the context of my friend and I look very different. You know, she's been struggling with her weight for a long time. She went through a phase where she lost some weight and then she went through a really, really hard time kind of pre-COVID and into COVID and put on a bunch of weight. And she's been on this journey of really discovering some positive body image and, you know, posting pictures anyway and, and like being really empowered to love herself no matter what she looks like in the moment. And, you know, we even went shopping and she, she started to get a little upset at one point. She's like, I think I need to be done. And I was like, great. Like recognizing some really awesome, powerful things in herself. Right. And we, you know, I, I shared some photos and I got this message from a friend and a colleague and someone that I feel like would know me pretty well, but this message was really confronting and shocking and quite frankly, upset me quite a bit. I'm just going to, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm still working through some of this. If you can't tell if I get emotional about this, but essentially what she said was she accused me of posing photos so that I look slim compared to my friend and doing it in like this really narcissistic, nasty way. And, you know, using social media to like flout my flaunt, my, my, Thinness. And yes, I, you know, I've shared on the show quite a bit. I've lost almost 30 pounds this year. And so it's noticeable. And I don't always take, you know, photos that are full body shots of me. But lately, like on this trip, you know, we had some because there were three of us and we could take photos. And it really gave me pause because it was just such an ugly place to go and to think, you know, that I somehow have this like sinister intention of making myself look better on social media. And so I went into, you know, and on top of that, my, my friend has struggled a lot with some mental health stuff. And, you know, so there was a deeper thing of like, Hey, you're going to make her suicidal by doing this. And I was like, Holy crap. Okay. So I, I got it at like one o'clock in the morning when we finally arrived at our house in San Diego 
and I, I slept on it. And in the morning I was like, you know, I just need to, you know, I, I didn't think anything of the photos that I was posting. I certainly don't like, you know, pick angles and do all this stuff to make myself look better. Half the time I'm not showered. And I, you know, I only wear makeup when I show up on camera. <laughs> like this is, this is just me and how, how I, how I roll. And, you know, I'm all about being authentic and real and just to, you know, have me be accused of something like that. I was like, whoa. And so I, I talked to my friend about it in the morning and she was as floored as I was. And, you know, we, we both know this individual who sent me this message and she was like, you know, we've talked about how I'm, I'm on this positive body image journey. And, and I had the question of like, so am I supposed to like not post photos with both of us in it? Just, you know, because we look differently or because it might, you know, upset someone or, or it could, and I, I wanted to check with my friend, you know, I was like, do, is this hard for you? Like, do you not want me to post these photos? Every po photo I'd posted had, you know, she'd wanted to be in and, and we, you know, looked at together and agreed that it was a good photo and all of that. And, you know, ultimately we, we determined no. And so I, I've kind of been in this like internal conversation and just trying to look at this, stepping outside of the just, icky feeling it gave me to be confronted in that way by somebody. And this isn't the first time I've experienced this, especially with other women. You know, I, and this is one of the things I wanted to talk about today. I had a massage therapist that worked for me when I had a, a big chiropractic office who quit in the most public way. Like we had a, a group WhatsApp, you know, messaging thing that was for the office. And she quit like the day before she had a, a full schedule in this, in our, our group conversation without talking to me about it first. I was like, Okay. And then she went on to, you know, show up in person and deliver me a two page letter, basically like just disparaging me and telling me all the reasons that, you know, she couldn't work for me because I was a liar and like, you know, a horrible person, like all this stuff. And I, anytime this has happened and, you know, I think a, a lot of us, when we live in the world of high performance and putting ourselves out there, especially with social media, we're going to talk about that in a minute. You know, we always run the risk of, being attacked in some way. Like I, I was thinking about this. I'm like, gosh, you have to have like really be confident and, you know, in tune with who you really are, especially if you live in the spotlight, like celebrities, you know, we drove through LA and I was just thinking about like celebrities and people who deal with this crap daily. And we were listening to a, an interview that Trevor Noah did with a Republican. So my husband was all interested in what, you know, how that, how that went. But the guy was saying, it's like, you know, some of us, if we're not in, used to that limelight, it's like, oh my gosh, a thousand people like hate me and have negative things to say about me. And whereas he's like, oh, only a thousand people had, had bad things to say. You know, our, our context of all this changes. But when that happens and when we're, you know, attacked like that, I would say, like, I honestly felt like, you know, claws of, you know, devil or, or whatever you want to say, I always pause and really give credence to like, okay, is there something that I need to be aware of that I don't see about myself? You know, if someone can look at me and, and have that kind of opinion of who I am and what I do, like, what is that? You know, is there something for me to learn here? That's, that's what I say. And so to do that, I usually reach out to people I trust who know, I know, know me well, and can just give me some objective, constructive criticism if there's something I need to learn from, you know, what's happening. So that, that was the first thing I've done in, in both of these instances. But I think like the bigger underlying issue here, and you know, with both of them, like this past one, I, I really like objectively, I don't feel like there's something I, I need to learn. Like I, I felt like what she was saying was that because I've lost weight, I need to 
you know, hide and I can't share that. And I, you know, I shouldn't be talking about it or, or sharing like what I'm doing in life or be in pictures with my friends who might look differently from me because it might make someone feel bad. And I, I get, you know, and I, where I want to go with this is like, we have, I would say as women, you know, our internal dialogue and the things we tell ourselves are some of the most critical. Like we would never, ever say that to friends or, or any of that. But we also have this societal construct where it's like, you know, so many of us are are overweight or, you know, feel bad about ourselves and have poor body image. And we're going to talk more about that in just a second, because I, that's something I've struggled with for a long time, like my whole life. So we have this going on, but we also have like this, we attack each other. And in doing so, it's like, you have to apologize for being too thin or being too fat or, you know, like there's never a just acceptance of who we are and that we are good enough and we are awesome and powerful and like celebrating all the great things about ourselves because we're so worried about the external appearance. And it, it really, you know, called into question for me and just challenged me on how we perceive ourselves and our, our body image. Cause I'll be honest, you know, having lost 30 pounds, I'm a lot more confident and I, and like in the, for the first time in years, you know, feel happy about pictures I've taken. One of the things I was thinking about is in March, which was right before I lost all the weight, I had new headshots done because I, the last time I had headshots done, like my hair was, you know, chin length and it's now much, much longer than that, like by a foot. And I just look differently because I've, you know, I've grown and aged, even though people say I don't really age, but I, I'm older, right? And I was really confronted by this because none of my nice professional clothes fit because I'd put on so much weight. And I, I did it anyways. And I forced myself to, you know, I, I told my photographer is a good friend and she came to my house and I was just like, I'm feeling, you know, not happy about my body. So like, let's just be aware of that, but we're going to do this anyways. And she was like, okay. And I even, I, one of the dresses I wore, we couldn't even get it zipped up, but like we made it, made it work. And in challenging myself to do that. And I use those headshots. Like those are the cover of, of this, um, podcast and, and around there, there were a few, like, I didn't love most of them, but there were a few that I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay with that. My point with this is, you know, I forced myself to go through that and not hide. And so many of us were hiding and we're hiding from ourselves. We hide or, or we have all this negative commentary. The other thing that happened, like in the context of all this was I was looking through like old, old photos from 10 to 15 years ago, looking for something to share um, with my son. Cause I, I wanted to show him a picture that, that came up in conversation. And I, I was looking at all these photos and, you know, in my twenties, I ran a marathon and I was super fit and I wore a size zero. And, you know, I, I was like, young, fit, good looking female. Right. And what I remember in looking back at those is feeling too fat and worrying about the pooch of my belly and all these conversations that continued when I legitimately was overweight, when I truly wasn't. And it really just brought to the forefront for me how much this, you know, and for so many of us, I think that's true, whether you're overweight or not. And this was kind of my my goal in this conversation, like it doesn't matter where you are on that spectrum. All of us are capable of having crappy body image of feeling terrible about ourselves of, you know, judging and comparing ourselves to other people and maybe even like feeling bitter and resentful of those who look differently from us or, or share, you know, 
something that even if it's unintentional that like somehow confronts and brings stuff up for us. What I, what I wanted to kind of get to in all this, and hopefully this is, is sinking in for all of you and just making you think about your own life and your own context for how you view yourself in the world. Because when we are so attached to our external image, and I have a quote I'm going to read in just a minute from a book I've been reading um, recently called Essentialism. It's come up like four times on the show, so I finally decided to read it. And it's really good. Essentialism, I'll give you the whole, I'll put the, a link to it in the show notes, but it's a really good book if you want to kind of dive into this. You know, when we're so focused on those ex- external things and how we look and, you know, what the world thinks of us and all of that, we lose sight of what's really actually important, you know, of the trips with our kids and our, our family and documenting those of, you know, who we really are and what we're meant to do in the world of our passion of our purpose of, of all of that. And we let this stuff like get in the way and keep us from actually being that person and, and doing those things. And in both the incidences, you know, I've shared this message and then the massage therapist that quit so publicly and like attacked me, you know, as all of her reasons why I, I was really present to, you know, a lot of it was in, in both cases is projection of insecurities that both of these women had with themselves. And that just makes me feel you know, it's, it's not about me in, in that case. Are there things I can learn? Sure. Absolutely. But it's, you know, we, we view ourselves so poorly. We end up projecting a lot of this onto other people or situations or society in a really negative and non-constructive way. And that is something I want to transform for each and every one of us. You know, the quote that I consistently bring up on this show about letting our own light shine so that others have permission to do so. Like, this is really where I come from in sharing myself and being authentic. And, you know, there's pretty much nothing I haven't talked about on this show and nothing I'm trying to hide from any of you because it's all related to our health. And sure, there's a point of oversharing. You know, I've been accused of that by people in the past, especially in a leadership role. But I also think that there's a necessity to just be authentic and real so that others have the permission to do so as well. And, you know, I've been fully guilty of judging myself hardcore, feeling like I'm not good enough. Uh, it honestly led me to be in a lot of negative, unfulfilling relationships and, you know, definitely make bad choices there because I felt like I wasn't worthy. So I wasn't looking for relationships that provided, you know, a, a how do I want to say it? without <laughs> sounding terrible. You know, I, I, not to say like I dated losers, but kind of like people who just didn't match me where I was emotionally or, you know, intellectually or any of those things. I, I definitely went through a lot of that in my twenties, um, and teens, I would say. And inside of that, and you know, the reality is I was a pretty, like, I was awesome, right? I, I led stuff and I had this conversation that, you know, I was, I was like too much for people. So, or for guys in particular. And, you know, so I intimidated them and that's why they didn't, you know, want to date me or, or whatever. I had all this, all this stuff going on. And I know a lot of us do. And, um, you know, I finally realized that like, I, I put up a wall because I didn't think I was good enough. So I would like not make on eye contact. I had someone tell me, ask me like a, a good looking guy. He's like, why are you mad at me? I'm like, I'm not mad at you, but I was so uncomfortable with any kind of attention from 
you know, a male or so I wouldn't smile at them. I wouldn't really engage in conversation. I would kind of like try to hide. And so many of us, we try to hide. And some of that can come into play with like what our body's doing and how our body looks. And when I got attacked about, you know, looking too thin on, you know, compared to my friend on social media, I recognized that desire to be like, oh my gosh, this isn't okay. Like I can't be thin. Like ultimately that's what the conversation started to be. And honestly, I put on four pounds that week. So I'm like, huh, you know, and we have to really be aware of our self-conscious. And I've talked with my clients about this as well. It's, you know, often we, our weight or our, our body image or our conversations with ourselves are really designed to try to hide from who we really are and what we're really capable of and our power and our beauty and not the external version, but the internal version and what's inside, because we are all awesome, capable, powerful, you know, even if you're in a leadership position right now or not, every single one of you who listens to the show is capable of so much more than you give yourself permission to do. I promise. And when we can stop hiding and really let that light shine through, then we have the power and the ability to transform the whole world, not just, you know, our own lives, but completely change this narrative and conversation around all this stuff. So in thinking about the ugly and where it's shown up in your life, whether it's you or how you've reacted to certain people or things or, you know, the self judgment and, and whatever that looks like the ugly, the first step is just to acknowledge it. You know, I wanted to show up and talk about this because not enough people do like we, we, we hide or we, and that's where we normalize it. We, we just stay stuck in this cycle or think it's just us or, you know, it's embarrassing or, you know, whatever there's shame. We don't want to talk about it. We have to. And with that friend who sent me this message, you know, she, she's someone who her body has changed a lot and she's talked about it some, but she also refuses to be in any photos and, and has this very, like she's hiding from that. And I got that that was a lot of what came out in her message to me. And, you know, so I, I don't feel like I can blame her necessarily. It's like, there's, there's some undealt with an unprocessed conversation and stuff to, to dive into for her. And maybe she'll listen to this and maybe she won't. And we're just going to leave it at that. But I wanted to show up and talk about all of that for all of you, because this applies to every single one of us, no matter what size you are, no matter how much you weigh, no matter, you know, how you've what you really look like, or, you know, we are all identifying our worth on something external so often. And really that's not going to change. Like if you want to change that, great, but it's not going to until you can get inside yourself and really learn to accept and love yourself wherever you are at. Like my good friend who came on this trip has been doing, and she's been doing an incredible job and I'm so proud of her. Like in some ways she's done even better than I have. And that like makes the biggest difference. That's where true change is going to come from. So in wrapping this up, I just wanted to share a quote. This is from the book Essentialism by, I forgot his name, Greg McEwen, I think something like that. I'll post it in the show notes, but you know, it's somewhat geared at entrepreneurs, but even if you're not one, you can glean a lot from this. So just know that, but he wrote, and I read this this morning and was like, that needs to come up in the show. When we are unclear about our real purpose in life, in other words, when we don't have a clear sense of our goals, our aspirations, and our values, we make up our own social games. Uh -huh. We waste time and energy on trying to look good in comparison to other people. 
check. We overvalue non-essentials like a nicer car or house or even intangibles like the number of our followers on Twitter or the way we look in our Facebook photos. As a result, we neglect activities that are truly essential, like spending time with our loved ones or nurturing our spirit or taking care of our health. We could probably just end right there, but you know, I just want to wrap that up. Like there are things that are truly important that we let get waylaid by so many external non-important things. I'm not saying how you look isn't important and how you, you know, feel in your body, but until you focus on the things that are actually going to make a difference there and stop worrying about that and, you know, staying in this negative diatribe of all the things that are wrong, like you're going to keep making the choices and doing the things that keep you stuck instead of moving you forward. And when we can really embrace, you know, doing the things that are important, that's when change starts to really happen. So I hope this helps, you know, hope this helps. There we go. Hope this helps serve you today and this week. And just looking at this, you know, I'm not about talking about our health in terms of what do you do? It's who do you really need to be? I I share this with all of my new clients when we do our consultation. I can give you the framework. I can give you the, you know, do X, Y, Z, but until you really look at who you need to be in order to get to where you want to be, none of that's going to matter. So if you can, if you're going to do anything as this year ends, as you go into the new year, any of that, look at who you've been being and who you want to be. You know, we've talked about this with, um, Maya Miller, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and I have some more interviews coming up where this has come up, um, quite a bit. Like I'm, I'm recording pretty far out. So I've got stuff planned for the new year already, which is really exciting. But that is where true change and the key lies and, in getting to where you want to be. Like first you got to be clear on who, and, and you know, you not, you need to know where you want to go too, but the who is, is the important part because the rest of it will start to fall into place as you get really confident and comfortable in that. With that, we will see you next week. And I wish you all a joyful, awesome, prosperous week, whatever that looks like for you. And just remember, you are amazing and incredible no matter where you're at right now in this moment. Who you are is beautiful and powerful and strong and all of those things that you may not believe, but just start telling yourself that. And I promise you will start to see that as the truth. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.